So we're starting off with A Horse Called War, a fantastic band from Norwich, I believe. Um, and we're on to um, episode 62 of the Nine Hertz podcast, so we're really um, steaming through these. It'll be time for the um, sort of tracks of the year soon, I'm sure. Um, December will be on us before we know it. So, yeah, hello, Pete. You, you've actually um, opened with that one. You, you've picked that one, Horse Called War. Yeah, I love that band. And yeah. We've, you know, we, we, we know that band well from uh, from back when we used to do gigs and we used to do all dayers and um, they played Sheffield for us, they played our London all day. Uh, you know, they used to put records out on Calculon, which, uh, you know, we were kind of closely associated with. So, yeah, uh, really glad they're still around and uh, amazing track, kind of real, it, it's kind of a classic British sludge sound, I think. Yeah, I think you said that in your review, didn't you? It's quite sort mm. of... Um... It's got that classic sound that you don't really hear anymore. So, it, you know, I think there's been a lot of um, stuff sort of masquerading as sludge over the last few years. And it, it's kind of missing that dirty Iron Monkey style, you know, that really sort of feedback heavy, nasty sound. So, yeah, yeah. I, I love this. Um, yeah, I think yeah. it's like, you know, if you, you know, if you kind of said British sludge, you know, of the last... 20 years even you know no man uh, recently it you know it will always have like a hardcore tinge it's um vocals you know completely venomous and then the big hanging riffs which may you know move it into the kind of sludge realm and they sum that up perfectly here absolutely yeah um so that was a song called um pardon the pun um and it's off uh is it an ep i guess like it's about uh, five tracks yeah, yeah. in it so Good for glue and nothing else. Um, so you can get that at thehorsecalledwar.bandcamp.com. And um, yeah, they're, they're usually playing quite a lot of gigs as well. Uh, I remember playing with them in Nottingham a few times. Um, always fun live as well. So yeah, it's, it's it seems like they, they went away for about five years, I think, from like looking at it. Um, so yeah, um, if you've not heard them before, then yeah, get back into um, the back catalogue. Do some delving. It's really good stuff. Cool. So, um, yeah, as ever, we've got nine tracks uh, to listen to uh, today. So um, the next one, um, we're not about favouritism on the Nine Hertz podcast, but we do play a lot of the Sludge Lords uh, output. So Sludge Lord Records, um, yeah, Sheffield-based label, and he, he seems to be putting out um, the quality remains very high. Um, and uh, I think he might have put Fawn Limbs out before, but we're going to play one of their new tracks. So... Uh, Fawn Limbs, I think, are from the US, and uh, yeah, they're just bloody brutal. So the song we're going to play is called um, Atrocities, and to me, it's got that kind of relapse sound to it. It's got that like um, early 2000s kind of sound to it. I don't know what you thought of this one, Pete. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's not my type of thing, really, but I appreciate it, definitely. It's um, you know, a bit of a kind of sugary-ish almost, you know, like in terms of the how you know, like the mega techie, almost but brutal sound. So, you know what you said about relapses, right? As well. Um, I, I, one thing I noticed, it's like I think it's like the fourth release this year. It's been amazing, really. I didn't, I didn't realize it was a sludge to be honest. But yeah, um, yeah, pretty prolific. I think they, um, they've definitely got like an aesthetic going on. So if you look at the uh, Fallen Limbs Bandcamp, there's like the, the artwork follows on from each other. I think. Um, it kind of just goes from strength to strength, really. So, um, yeah, it looks like this one is, yeah, indeed. I think it's like the fourth one this year. So, um, yeah, that they must just be pounding through the recording sessions, basically. Mm. Um, absolutely. Yeah. Amazing. yeah. You know, like the the you know the kind of the, the fingers on the fret are going kind of mental, and you know, like I always wonder how they how they how they don't just 
get like arthritis by the time of 32, you know, it's just absolutely <laughs> crazy. But yeah, you know, impressive. Who's to say they haven't, you know? Maybe, yeah. Yeah, yeah. cool. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so you can buy this um, either through uh, the Fallen Limbs Bandcamp, so it's fallenlimbs.bandcamp.com, or you can go to sludgelord.bandcamp.com and find it there as well. Uh, we're going to play uh, a song called Atrocities. It's off a new tape called Their Holes Aroused by the Splinters Car from Their Teeth. <laughs> That was the excellent form limbs. Absolutely amazing stuff there. Uh, we're going to play a band called uh, Lord Mantis next, um, who uh, sort of put things out on Profound Law Records. And we're just sort of saying how uh, prolific and how amazing um, Profound Law are, really, as a label. Um, not too sure about them. I think they're from, uh, I think it's Ontario. Um, but they, they seem to just have an ear for, like, very interesting kind of heavy death metal and black metal um yeah and this this is just a really really good example i I thought this was very sort of sprawling and strange and there's lots of weird like spoken word parts on this did you come across this through um reviews again or no no, uh, uh, i might have done but i'm uh, i've been listening to lord mantis a long time i'm really you know really um uh big fan of him um so you know i knew the new album was coming out and i've been waiting for it and um i think from just looking the, the some of the albums in the past look at perverter and i'm just looking at because i'm forgetting it it's uh death mask you know really amazing albums i think there was a there was a time a few years ago when i thought there's you know like this real black and doom um where it's you know horrific vocals and you know horrible noise but within a doom setting you know like bringing in black and uh, death into into like a doom setting was good was there was like a swelling of it with bands like Indian as well, who I think Lord Mantis got a bit of a connection with. Right. Um, uh, I, I, there was a British band as well called Grey Widow, I think kind of followed this line, um, and a few others. But it never really, you know, it kind of uh, tailed off a little bit. But, um, you know, with this album, the, the back and, you know, with songs like this, this is, as, you know, this is as good as it's been. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'm a big fan already. Yeah, I mean, um, this this one sort of caught me off guard, really, I think. I've heard the name a lot, but I've never kind of uh, investigated very much. So, um, yeah, I'd be interested to hear the rest of this. Um, yeah. It looks like a really sort of long and quite involved album. So, yeah, we're going to play um, uh, a song called Flesh World off this. Uh, and you can find this on the album Universal Death Church. It's out now on Profound Law. 
uh, you can get this at profoundlawrecords.bandcamp.com.
So that was Lord Mantis. Um, yeah, eight eight minutes or so of Lord Mantis. So yeah, hope you enjoyed that. Um, we're going to talk about a band that we found um, just sort of wandering around Bandcamp as we do, um, called Religious Observance, uh, and they're from Melbourne, Australia. Um, really strange um, little group. Uh, have to um, bring this up. Uh, the vocalist is called uh, Waniac. So there you go. Um, there's a cover of uh, Smoke on the Water on this one as well. I don't know if you noticed that one, Pete. I did, and it's, it's, it's brilliant. Yeah, it's great. So um, We're not going to play it because it's a bit... Um, I want to show off what they can actually do on their own. But yeah, if you if you sort of like what you hear of this one, going as to that. They've also done a, a cover of um, Death Crush by Mayhem. Uh, so on this little sort of... Um, it's actually... They put it on 7-inch. So um, yeah, if you want to pay uh, 11 Australian dollars, then you can get this. So... Um, yeah, I just sort of came across this and it, it just sort of struck me as um, quite original, um, which is unusual for Sludge because it kind of follows a blueprint a lot of the time. Um, when this gets going, it sounds a little bit I hate God, but there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but I really like the, the strange intro to this and the strange kind of spoken bits and samples and stuff like that. So really interesting band. Did you um, did you sort of get the same vibe off, off them? Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. I think, like you say, the second half is, is pretty straight up. A bit, a bit like... Um... Uh, a whole squad war we played earlier, and 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 like you say, obviously I hate God, bands like Charger, things like that. And again, that's not a bad thing. Uh, and enjoyed it for what it is. But yeah, the slow kind of um, slightly, slightly eerie intro uh, makes it. You know, and the, the contrast between the the start and the beginning, the start and the end is uh, makes it. Absolutely, and it's it's all better for it, I think. So um, yeah, it's it's pretty simple. We just need to get to listen to this one. So. Uh, we're going to play the first track off the uh, seven inch that they've got. It's called uh, Bel Anglo, and uh, you can get this at religiousobservance.bandcamp.com. Thank you. 
Okay, so that was the excellent religious observance from uh, Australia. Uh, really interesting stuff there, so check them out. Um, so yeah, we're going to listen to uh, a band from Hull, uh, going across the world again, um, called Still. Um, seeing these guys play in Aikido in Lincoln. Uh, Aikido get mentioned pretty much every podcast at the moment, so uh, yeah, if you've not been down there, it's a, an amazing little basement venue in Lincoln, which doubles up as a gaming bar. Um, so yeah, um, really cool band. Kind of you've picked this one, Pete, but I've I've definitely seen these and really really enjoyed them. So I can see why. A um, little bit of a sort of late nineties screamo influence and like a little bit of black metal in there, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I kind of, what I like is um, it's, it's fairly restrained. You know, you think you think it's going to launch and you know it's, it's slow. It's um, it's quite sparse, uh, and, and you kind of wonder whether the tempo will pick up and get into a more of a, you know, like hardcore, or, uh, you know, that is, as you're saying, and it doesn't, it kind of holds that, and I like that about it, it gives it a kind of, um, <laughs> I'm kind of repeating myself, but eerie sense of, you know, a bit foreboding almost, I like that, it, it never goes full on aggression, uh, it retains, you know, more of a, you know, more of a doom pace as well, which which I like, and um it makes it stand out. I think, you know, it gives it a bit of, gives the band a bit um, of individuality. It doesn't conform to what you think it's going to do. Yeah, it's very original, I, I always think. And, um, yeah, it's kind of coming out of, like, a scene that's very much centred around where they've recorded. So uh, Gorilla Studios in Hull is kind of like a, a practice room where most of the heavy bands in Hull kind of congregate and uh, they actually do gigs there as well. I think they recently played with uh, Baal, in that very venue as well so uh they're very much kind of part of that scene and yeah. Um, yeah if you ever get the chance to go to hall and uh bring your own beer to that venue it's absolutely brilliant really yeah, really the, nice sense of community yeah i mean i've heard good things about that as well and it, it's one of them you know you just sense it's, they're riotous gigs and you're going to enjoy it one thing i want to uh, raise is that um i think this was sent to us in reviews by uh the record label which is called trepanation recordings which is a new label uh, we've hit the ground running. They've got, I mean, I think uh, six releases. They've put loads out recently. They've only started up this year. Um, and I, I'm not sure where they're from or who, who they are or anything like that, but somewhere within the UK. And seems to be kind of the weird, like, noise and um, experimental type stuff. Probably still, they, they put out Bad Men as well, which is a, a release that's just come out. And yeah. Bad Men still is kind of the most um recognizable song structures they've got the rest of it's you know really uh you know weird and dark and bleak noises so yeah that's a, a label to keep an eye on yeah have to sort of check them out um yeah uh this this has actually come out on cassette on it so um it looks really cool um i'm gutted i've just missed out on like a very sort of um interesting looking like yellow long sleeve they've done um so yeah if you're into your merch they've got a few t-shirts there as well um you can find this at wearestillaband.bandcamp.com, which is probably one of the best uh, names I've heard in a while on there. So, um, yeah, check it out. So we're going to play the uh, first track of their uh, new um, release called Reprieve. Uh, this is Last.
So we're going to play a uh, an old friend of the uh, podcast next, uh, Tiger Warsaw. Um, we've done countless reviews of them over the years, and I think they've just reached something like fifteen years, possibly more. Um, yeah, seen them twice this month. Still on form, still playing amazing stuff. So um, we're playing a song that I think is a bit of an in joke uh, in the band, and I think it's a bit of a sort of stopgap between um, releases, but. I, I still think it sounds brilliant. I don't know about you, Pete. You, you, you've seen them as probably as many as times as I have, to be honest. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah uh, uh, really good. What I like about it, and I think, you know, obviously, kind of your your close friends when you live in with them in Lincoln. You know, we know and I know them, and we know them through the website and everything like that. So, um, and they've played, you know, nine hertz gigs, and we've seen them countless times. They. They're kind of like an enigma, despite all that. You know, as a band, yeah. as a collective, individually, you know, you kind of, you'll know them, but collectively, they seem to. I, I'm, you know, I imagine this band who are in the practice room, you know, all the time and kind of living in their own world and you know, completely comfortable in that. And the only glitch, glimpse you ever get into where they are because of the, you know, because they evolve and they change, is, is when they actually put out a release, which. You know, they can put out a few at a time, or, you know, like it seemed to be a quick release and then there could be a long time. So then it feels like a, quite a while since the last one. I might be wrong, but then, you know, you get it and you're like, right, yeah, this is how they're sounding now. It is different and you kind of invited in. I like that about them a lot. Yeah, and um, they, they tend to gig a lot in Lincoln, um, but they don't seem to be that bothered about leaving. I think we've said this before. that they, they do accept gigs elsewhere, but it's very rare that they actually get out and do stuff. I think they've all got quite busy lives, so yeah. um, that's how it works, I guess. So if you've never heard Tiger Warsaw before, uh, this is a great sort of intro to them, really. This kind of sums up their sound a bit. Um, kind of cool sounding, like uh, that's that's how I always describe Tiger Warsaw, <laughs> just kind of like very good riffs and like it's it sounds, um, yeah, just, just very um, effortlessly cool and... Yeah, if you if you like what you hear, then they've got obviously a huge back catalogue of, of stuff that they've recorded over the years. Um, they recently did like a almost like a greatest hits. They did like one one or two tracks from each release, one, two, three, four, and then there's a load of singles and a, a few EPs after that. So yeah, if you've never um, heard them before, then um, I think it's just tigerwalsall.bandcamp.com. Um, they haven't released this song on uh, the Bandcamp just yet. But you can uh, watch a video. Uh, on YouTube, so we'll put a link to that in the description. Um, in the meantime, uh, this is 600 Grit. There's a band called Casket Huffer. Uh, you've come across this one, Pete. How did we uh, come across this one? Uh, it got sent through for review. Um, of and Of course. And then, uh, you know, like out of the multitude of emails we get, the name jumped out and, you know, felt compelled to listen. Um, because it's a brilliant name. It's undeniably. Um, and I, I 
you know, quickly loved it as well. And this is the first track on the album, so you know, instantly, um, instantly, kind of knew I was on. It, you know, they're onto something here, and the, the album's really, you know, it's it's really strong throughout. It what gets me about it? It kind of combines. It's, it's halfway between, um, like the you know, the war metal, the kind of full on real ugly, you know, death metal extreme, and it's got elements of sludge in there and that kind of, I think the, the all out assault of the, of the kind of the former mixed with the, you know, the decrepit and the, you know, the sludge we love of the latter, that, that, that makes it, you know, makes it a bit different from just, you know, like these, you know, warm metal, um, blackened, downtrodden kind of repetitive ugly noise things which you know there's a lot of at the moment it, it, oh, yeah. this does offer something slightly different from all that um and yeah i think it's really really good for it I, and from the from the name from the cover from everything about it just just kind of warmingly horrible warmingly horrible that's a great description <laughs> yeah, yeah i i got that from it it's, it's got like, like old school death metal feel to it like like eight, almost eighties or nineties death metal, um, but yeah. with with that blackened thing over the top, like that kind yeah. of that atmosphere and, and, to yeah. it, and just a little undercurrent of like you know the kind of horrible end of doom as well, which which helps kind of you know like uh, propel it onwards, um, and not just on a this you know pummeling horrible thing. It, it has uh, you know has flecks of doom in there, which will, you know will always appeal. Definitely. I mean, um, yeah, I, I love the cover of it as well. It, to me, it looks like an old, um, like, I don't know, like an, an obituary album or, or yeah. something like that. It's, you know, very old school looking. It's got the, the, even the font um, is <laughs> properly like old school. So, um, yeah, really interesting band. And, um, yeah, the album's called uh, Filth or Robberous. Um, you can get this at Hibernation Records, I think it's called. So it's hibernation-release.bandcamp.com. Or you can find, um, yeah, the the um, casket hover uh, band camp as well. Um, yeah, it's it's amazing. So we're going to listen to the opening track of this. It's called "Altars of Despondency." <laughs>
the excellent sounds of Casket Huffer there. Um, we're going to go for something that's kind of come into uh, our life very, very um, quickly. Uh, so this is a band called Vital uh, from London. Uh, turns out I'm playing with this band in uh, early January, or sorry, late January. And um, yeah, just did not know about this band at all. The two-piece from London, uh, just brilliant stuff. Like, I think I played this to you last night, didn't I, Pete? And we were kind of yeah. just like... Yeah, these guys are fantastic. It's just chaotic, but somehow like chuggy as well. And it's got doom parts and it's got fast, like crusty parts. And it's just really interesting. Um, mm. Really well done, yeah. like for a demo as well. Yeah, like it, it, it reminds me, not necessarily musically, but you know, when I first heard like the early recordings of like Monolithian, you know, another two piece. You know, way more kind of doom and sludge and whatever there, but you know, raw and uh, vital and you know, energetic, and you just kind of you know within seconds. Like, I listed this last night. You know, you sent it through. This is what we're going to play, and uh, five seconds in, I was like, I love it. I know I am, and and it gets better from there. And there's different different sections to it, even though they're not particularly long songs. Um, fantastic, really. You know, when we do this podcast, one of my favourite things is when. Um, one of your selection, you know, listening to him, like getting ready, and then I think, you know, and then I found another band, you know, just by kind of mixing our list together, yeah. So and this, this, that falls into this category. Uh, definitely. I mean, if you go to their band camp, it's literally there's hardly any information. It's literally like here's a demo, here's a picture. We're from London. Here, here's the two songs. Um, so yeah, you can find this at vitalduo.bandcamp.com and pay what you want as well. So that's always a good thing. Um, yeah, they're playing. Uh, Lincoln on the 29th of January, I think, at Aikido. Um, so that's going to be awesome. Um, it's part of a uh, spoken word and sort of heavy music night, so that, that should be a really interesting one. Um, and yeah, I, I can't wait to see them, and I can't wait to hear more, to be honest. Um, I hope they play more than nine minutes that this demo covers, but, you know. Uh, this came out in August, um, so I don't know how we've not come across this yet, but... Uh, yeah, if you want to go and have a listen, again, it's vitalduo.bandcamp.com. This is the first track of the demo. This is called Gloss. <laughs>
So we're ending with um, quite an interesting bun. Neither of us can kind of put a finger on why we like this bun, but it's just bloody good. Um, so it's a bun called Ruminant, um, and we think they're from Portland, Oregon. Um, just really, really sort of mysterious stuff, isn't it, Pete? Like the um, whole aesthetic is pretty cool. Yeah. And, and, the, and the song is like very... Um, it sort of moves from one... In, in the space of like two and a half minutes or something, it sort of moves from quite a mysterious sound to almost like a crusty, like two fingers up sort of thing, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is weird. I can this. I got an email through. Um, I, you know, I kind of follow hundreds of bands on Bandcamp from you know. For, and when if you follow them, you get the email when a new release came out. So every now and again, I'll go through the backlog of those. And this, I started listening to this album, and I thought I don't recognise this band. I don't ever remember following them. I don't recognise the back catalogue, although the artwork on the back catalogue is amazing. I can see why I did, um, but I don't remember. And so I stuck this on, and it's it it really does kind of you you stick with it. It's intriguing. You can't nail how it sounds. We, you know, we chat said before. Is it is it like throat ruining the bands? Is it um, is it hardcore? Is it post metal? Is it is it crusty doom? Um, and I think what they do, they they kind of um, temper along on, on without going into any of them. And but there's a, a track, another track I, I listed, uh, the the following track on this album called uh, "Born of Rotting Shore," and that's the one that really that that kind of threw me. It it, it reminds me so much. And then uh, and I was going to play it on here, except I, I, for that specific song, I nailed exactly what it reminded me of, which is. Um, a song by a, oh, what are they called? I forgot it. Oh yeah, our, our place of worship is silence. So much so that like, the two songs, you know, I, I I can put them together. And so I kind of went back to the album, and this one, you know, there's a bit about all of them. The whole album's a bit like this. Uh, but I, that's you know, none of what we're saying is negative. It's all it's. I think it's a positive, but it's a it's a mystery, and that is without doubt a positive it's something you know we would you know you're drawn to and you know you don't want to be naming the bands off immediately who it sounds like um you want to be kind of intrigued even with our kind of you know uh we've run a review site for 15 years and you know the first thing you do when you're running reviews is you know find those comparisons and similes yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) what's it sound like who do they sound like because they're the easiest things to you know easiest things to build a review around um so I'd, I'd probably find this extremely hard to review. We'd find it very hard to talk about anyway. But that is a uh, you know to the to the you know um, it's it's a compliment to ruminant. Yeah, it's to that benefit. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I I think I'm gonna have to like go and I know I say this about a lot of the bands on here, but I really am gonna have to like um, see if this all sounds the same because I feel like this band are kind of playing what they feel like playing rather than mm. just like they're not like oh okay so we're a cross band or we're a doom band it, it just seems to be quite a natural um outlet for them so yeah really interesting band so um you can find this at ruminant.bandcamp.com um and we're going to play a song called uh Agujas on la basura from um the new album called domicile unknown so see what you think of this and uh see you in two weeks <laughs>